Greetings and a warm welcome to this international online Sunday service. Shalom to you, custodians of the written, spoken, and manifested word. We're so happy that the Lord has created this opportunity for us to dive deep into his word and understand the effectiveness of the word of God. That's what we have been on. We encourage you to continue to send your messages through. And if you have any questions, in a few moments, the prophet will be leading us on. I'm Pastor Kuramba, joined by Pastor Chikuni. Shalom, God. Always an honor to be here. Thank you, Pastor Kuramba. Indeed. Last week, the prophet took us into looking at and examining living the word. Exactly. What a powerful teaching. But before we get into much, I think it's important that we highlight the note at which our father ended last week's service. That opening that our father created for people to sow seeds. Yes. If you are smart enough, if you are able to see and understand, you will realize that it was like our father tapped into a certain dimension and then he brought the topic up. And I believe it's an opportunity for somebody. It's, it's an open door for all of us to make sure that before we even do anything, we take advantage of this time and make sure and make sure we get those banking details and we, we continue to sow our seeds and partner. You know, it's, it's, it's different when it's a program that is slated for a particular time. But then it, there comes a time when you see and realize that our father has stepped into another dimension that goes beyond the normal, that goes beyond the planned. And that's how God operates. That's how God works. And it's an opportunity for everybody. Coming back to the message. We have heard the word for years. We have had people minister. We have had people talk about the word. But there are fundamental principles that align us to the will of God. Our father brought out a spectacular point when he said, you have to understand or you have to react to situations according to the word. You know, that's like um, pressing a, an orange. When you press an orange or you blend an orange, you're not expecting to drink apple juice. <laughs> orange juice must come out. Exactly. exactly. If we have the indwelling word in cases where we are feeling pressured mm. and cornered mm. to manifest otherwise, what must be found oozing out of that rock <laughs> is the word. It goes beyond conforming in everything else in as far as the word is called, conforming to the word. It goes beyond that. When you react to a particular situation, sometimes you don't have time to think. So it's, it's, our father was explaining a dimension where you, have, you are soaked in the word up to a point that when you react to certain situations without even thinking, you find yourself reacting according to the word. That brings us to the teaching that we were given by the prophet during the Spiritual Emphasis Conference in the year 2017. And he was explaining concerning the conscious mind and the subconscious mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. And you spoke about having to respond to the word even without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And according to what we understand, that is the duty of the subconscious mind, mm -hmm. to allow someone to react in second nature mm -hmm. without mm -hmm. them even thinking mm -hmm. or consciously um, calculating a move. Exactly. But when you are in a position where instinctively, 
what comes out because it's condensed and it's now settled in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And we know that the subconscious mind is the master of the conscious mind. So from the con- subconscious mind, if you're able to involuntarily mm-hmm. release the word, how, mar- how marvelous is that? It's evidence that you are, you are saturated by the word, you are baptized, you are, you are, you are immersed, you are, you are existing within the word. And not just existing within the word, but he abides in you. Mm. And, and it's, it's, it's clear that we are moving from one level to the other in as far as conformity to the word is concerned, in as far as movement with Christ in us is concerned. Mm. And our Father is bringing it to the fore, that there is that dimension where sometimes you don't really have to calculate, mm. but it just comes out from the inside and you begin to react, you begin to live, you begin to speak because he, he lives within you. And wow, the word. the word, never find yourself in a situation where you have not forthrown words exactly. 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 <laughs> like seed into that place. You know, in the life of a Christian, you begin to understand some of these things after our fathers ministered to us. Sometimes you, you, you think that you, you may have known or you may have understood these principles. But believe you me, it's, it's, it's the environment. Now I know it's the environment. There are revelations that you begin to get even as our father is ministering, not because it was your revelation, but it is the environment. It is the anointing of the man. And you hear our father say, never get into an event or a day without your words having gone before you. Let them forerun you. Let them forerun you. Mm. We as Christians, I think sometimes we live life coincidentally, in quotes. You, you arrive at a situation and you find yourself there. You start hassling for tools to deal with <laughs> with face. Yes, yes. Right. And our father is coming and he's saying, that day that you're about to get into, speak words. Mm. Speak words. Speak words. Mm. Shape your tomorrow today. Indeed. Our father said something powerful. He said, we should be people of our word. Mm. These, these principles, these, this doctrine is with power. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the, the extent to which you can apply that principle. Mm-hmm. We must be people of our word. You take that to the marketplace and you say, I will decide from today to be an individual of my word. Tell me, Pastor Chikungi, what will be impossible in that place, in that arena? We're picking one out of many areas that an individual can decide. In my life, I'm going to be a person who sticks to my word. It's, it's, it's amazing, Pastor Koramba, what you're saying, because even as our father was ministering last week on that particular area, I was thinking of one's compatibility with their word. Mm-hmm. Are you really compatible with your word. Does it make sense for you to say something? And our father is coming in and is bringing us that information that enlightens us in that particular area to say, you need to be able to speak and live that word. So whatever you then say has to be compatible with you. Oh, any situation that you get into has to be compatible with what you said. It's an amazing season, Pastor Koramba. It's the word. Going to ask, should you be compatible or should your word be, be compatible, compatible with, with you? <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose it's the latter. Yeah. Um, grateful for this moment now where we can have our Father leading us on. 
this morning. Allow us to introduce the great prophet. Greetings, our Father. I'm grateful to be here. Greetings to you. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, Father, for living by the word. That was a powerful delivery. Father, that message, it, it goes across multiple spheres of life. We, it, it shows us the immeasurable power that we have to be able to create events and seasons according to how we desire. And you once taught us that why should we separate our desires from that of the Lord if he's in us, uh, if he can desire in us? And we have his mind. We have his mind. <laughs> and so, Father, if I know and if I can feel what I want the Lord to say to me, why can I not say that to myself? <laughs> Interesting. It, it, it sounds... <laughs> very stubborn. It sounds so stubborn. Very stubborn. Very, very stubborn. But these are the realities you're teaching us, Father. Thank you for the strength. Thank you. It is quite interesting because you can imagine if you can if you can have the privilege of knowing what God is supposed to be saying. Yeah. You only can know that. when you're using his mind. There's no way that you can know what God is knowing unless it is his mind that you're using. So my statement was, how is it that you even know? You know what God should be saying. There are things that you are hoping that God would speak. How is it that you know? How is it that you know what God is supposed to be saying? And I'm not saying you're wrong, you're right. Things that you're waiting for God to speak over your life, how is it that you know the things? Isn't it the mind of God that you're using? So if you can make use of his mind, why not go ahead and make use of his mouth? <laughs> that's profound, brother. That's profound. Uh, that's that's not your mind thinking about such things. How how can you even know what God is supposed to say? So you're using God's mind to think. So go ahead and use His mouth, and you speak. But we thought having access to those exact words. It means we have to remind God, we have to uh, wait for him to speak and yet. <laughs> Make it a prayer directed to him. Yes, yet it, is, it is him telling you what he is supposed to say through you. Wow. It is him telling you what he wants to say through you. So these are not things that God is supposed to speak. We have to get into that today. Our viewers are here. You are blessed to be here. Thank you so much for joining this wonderful morning. And it's going to be 
a blessing. You'll find it so interesting and I think every part of you is going to attest to the presence of God today. Thank you for being here. Not only are you blessed, you're such a blessing. I'm so happy to have these people with me this wonderful morning. Yeah, we, we have to continue on. I have to touch on the creativity of the word. Oh, thank you. The creativity of the word. The creativity of the word. We should be able to explain how the word creates. I know it's hard, so difficult, but let's give it a try. How, how does the word create? Because there are so many things that I cannot buy from the supermarket. So many products that you can find in the spirit that are not being sold physically. How do I make use of the word so that I can either purchase or even create what is not in existence? The creativity of the word. What if what I desire is not there? What if what I desire is not there? There is no producer ready to produce my desire, what do I do? Is that desire, why would, why would I desire something that is non-existent? Is it true that a child of God can desire to have a certain lifestyle that is not already in existence? Are you given that ability to imagine what can never be imagined. Can you yearn, can you long for something that isn't there? And I'm not saying the fact that you desire to have it, it means it is there. No, I'm just saying the desire is an indication that it can be created. The fact that you have desired it, mm. it means it is a lifestyle that can be created. Mm. Thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you, Father. Yeah. So it can be the actual thing that you are desiring that is calling for its own creation. You must be able to understand that kind of a desire where something is... Uh, desiring so much to come into existence and signals are being sent to you by God mm. to bring that about. Mm. Uh, so when it is God speaking and when it is us speaking, where is the difference? Uh, you, you said something last time. You said, is, isn't that what makes him God? Isn't that the, <laughs> the reason why he's God? The fact that he speaks and things happen. You see, if you are to go by that principle, then we are assuming that 
speaking and nothing happens is what makes us humans. That's the assumption. Because if that's what makes God, God, the fact that he speaks and things <laughs> happen. <laughs> then we are saying what makes us humans is the fact that we speak and nothing happens. But is that the case? We have to investigate. Where is the difference and what is the difference? Mm. Can I speak into the life of somebody? And then he goes away telling people, I have heard from the Lord. Are there things that God himself is never going to communicate with you in person? We have seen that last Sunday. The angel of God came. He delivered the word. But the word was, invite Peter so that he gives you the word. Yes. The word from the Lord mm. which said invite Peter so that he gives you the word. Things that even angels of God cannot utter. All right. So we want to look at the psalm by David. In chapter 109 and verse 1. We want to see some few things that he understands concerning the uh, creativity of the word. Verse 1. Verse 1. Hold not thy peace, O God of my praise. Oh, whose psalm is that? You can read all of it. To the chief musician, a psalm of David. To the chief musician, a psalm. Whose psalm? David. David's psalm. Uh-huh. Hold not thy peace. Can you imagine this is David? And who is he telling not to hold his peace? Mm. Oh God of my praise. <laughs> you tell God to stop doing something and to start doing something. Let's not, let's not be fast when we are reading some of these things. <laughs> we might miss a point where we have just witnessed the creation Asking the creator to behave in a certain way. Mm. He has sensed that God is almost about to quit speaking. He sensed it in his spirit. Mm. And he has calculated the consequences. If God is to be quiet, mm. if he is to hold his peace, mm. 
And he goes on to ask him not to hold his peace. Don't be quiet. Don't be quiet. He has measured the amount of help that he has been receiving so far from the voice of God. Whenever God is speaking, he is so comfortable in his environment as long as God is still speaking. And he knows the danger. He knows that I'm here today, alive, kicking very well by reason of the spoken word. And if God is to quit, if God is to be silent, mm. then he begins to beg him, please, of all the things right. that you're thinking of giving up on. Let not speech be part of it. Don't quit speaking. Just keep on speaking, keep on speaking, keep on speaking. And this is, for your own information, the king of Israel. This is the king of Israel. Hmm. Hold not thy peace. Yes. Mm. Oh God of my praise. <laughs> so he's saying, he is a God of my praise. I wish I'd tie Oh, I wish I'd tie <laughs> The God of my praise. What does that mean? The aspects of God that I have managed to praise. Areas of God that I have been able to identify and I praised. Let those areas not quit speaking. <laughs> the God of my praise. If you can find any other way of explaining the meaning of that, you're welcome. Let me know. <laughs> How do you call him the God of my praise? What is the meaning of that? He has identified areas in God and he went on to praise those areas. If he has ever called him the God of peace, he's saying, may not that aspect of peace mm. never stop speaking in my life. Mm. If I have identified the Jaire aspect in the Jehovah. The part of him that provides. Mm. The part of him that delivers when I'm in trouble. And I've praised you for those aspects. Mm. Let those areas that I've identified keep working for me. Mm. Let them keep speaking. Mm. The speaking is not just verbally. Keep on acting according to the praise. I've given you praises. I've called you the God of war. Mm. So when there's conflict in my life, I expect that dimension of God to speak, wow. to speak the wow. God of my praise. So God will not manifest against your praises. God will not move unless he is moved by 
your praises. It is your praise that gives him direction. He behaves according to what you've said. Identify an aspect of God and you speak it out. Wow. I've spoken it out. I have called you this. So you have to act likewise. Ah, so he goes on to say something now. For the mouth of the wicked. He understands something very critical. God has to keep on speaking because there is another mouth down here. The wicked has a weapon. The wicked, the enemy has a mouth. And he has gone on to use that weapon. That's the thing that I fear. That's David. Of all the things, I fear a part that you have given to him that he is using against me. We are here to talk about the creativity of the world. Word spoken either by you or by somebody who is not even born again. We have to cover that here. Yes. For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful. The mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful, yes, are opened against me. They've spoken against me. Mm. Their words were against me. Mm. The mouth are open. Mm. Mm. And they opened their mouth so that what they said was not for me. It was against me. Yes? They have spoken against me mm. with a lying tongue. A lying tongue, mm. yes. They compassed me about also with watch it, words. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Of hatred. Watch it. <laughs> They've what? Compassed me about also. They've what? Compassed <laughs> me. <laughs> they, this is what they have done. He's appreciating what they have done. It's a work. Even to put it in this form, it's a construction work. They have compassed me about. Mm. With what? Words. Words. <laughs> Around me right now as I speak are words. David is saying, I've been surrounded by words spoken. So right now, as I speak, I'm in a shell, I'm in a cocoon. What they've said has now become my atmosphere. Mm. Mm. They've limited me. They've created another world. While I'm in God's world, they've gone on to create another world mm. where they've set boundaries now around me where I cannot go beyond what they have said. What they have said. I cannot yeah, yeah, yeah. go beyond what they have said. I work so hard, day in, day out, early in the morning, come rain, come thunder. I'm a hard worker. Yet still my salary cannot get beyond what they have said. So I'm no longer getting paid according to my service. It's now according to their word. Mm. It's according to their word. Mm. Even my children, you give birth within that confinement. Mm. 
you work within that confinement, whether you get promoted, it has to be as far as they have spoken. I have noticed that I'm failing to break out. It's not just an economical issue. This is a word issue. Hey, why is it that everything turns out to be as they have spoken? Every story, it, it, it starts well, but it will end according to their prediction. Why is, mm. why is that the case? Mm. They are the ones celebrating at the end of the day every time. Mm. What a discovery. <laughs> I'm surrounded by an army of words. Keeping me inside. No expansion, no extension, no multiplication, no increase. And everything that is happening to me, I've noticed, is according to their word. What a restriction. You call it lockdown. This is it. <laughs> People have the power. They came out. They decreed. Remember? Lockdown. And the entire globe was locked down. How did they do it? They spoke. They spoke. <laughs> Don't underestimate the creativity of the word. A word went out and we all acted according to the word. Mm. Ah. <laughs> ah. My prayer was for us not to be here for too long. Keep on reading. They compassed me about also with words of hatred mm -hmm. and fought against me without a cause. See how they are fighting against you. See how they are fighting against you. See how they are fighting against you. They don't need to come to your house. It is their word that comes to your house. Mm. Mm. Uh -huh. For my love, they are my adversaries. The, the, <clears throat> the love that I've developed for you, at least David knows why they hate him so much. It's because I love you. My love. It wasn't just my love for you, it's my love. Even for them. Ish. Hmm. What I've given them and what they've given back to me. Keep on reading. But I give myself unto prayer. While is they're doing that, what I do now is to give myself unto what? Prayer. prayer. I give myself unto mm. prayer. <laughs> I give myself unto prayer. We have to, we, ah, uh, mm. ah, come on, come on. While is they're doing what they're doing, what I do is I give myself unto prayer. Yes, keep on moving. I, I won't finish that today. Ah. 
and they have rewarded me evil for they have rewarded they have paid me evil for what for good for good everything that i have done for them was good and what they thought of giving to me as a reward was evil 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 the day that you get to hear the woman or the man that you have helped the day you get to hear what he says in your absence then you will understand the dilemma that david is in right now thank god you have no access to those words had you had what they say had you had what they said after helping them keep on reading and they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love set thou a wicked man over him now it is him david speaking yes <laughs> oh because this is a battle of words and as much as i'm committing myself to prayer i have to also redirect words set a wicked man mm. over them mm. 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 there is an appointment of an individual who is wicked over his adversaries let a position be created whether that position is political let a wicked man be set over them this kind of enthronement of an evil man by the words of david where we now have a man who never qualified for the position being appointed for the position simply because of his level of wickedness because david wants his adversaries punished ah keep on reading and let satan stand at his right hand you might think these are his enemies speaking against david you have to be very careful when reading that passage it is now david speaking against his enemies speaking against them now let even the devil himself be present on his right hand <laughs> people of god do you know what happens when you have the devil standing on your right hand is that's the hand of power 
Yes. That is the hand of creativity. Mm. When we have the devil <laughs> standing on that right side of yours where things are supposed to be happening. When you have the devil on your right hand. You must understand the meaning of that. You must try try to understand the meaning of that. When the hand that signifies power is where you have the devil standing. It means Lucifer has now become your strength. Mm. You do things according to mm. the devil. The devil now starts using your right hand. If it is failure that he wants to achieve, he uses you to achieve it. You become his workmanship. Mm. You're now employed by the devil. It is his agenda mm. that you pursue. What a kiss. What a kiss, what a kiss, what a kiss. Yes. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned. <laughs> he gets into their future when judgment finally comes against my adversaries, my enemies. Let them be found guilty. Let them be so judgment is happening right now at his mouth, not in the courtroom. No matter the evidence they are going to produce, let them be found guilty. Guilty according to the speech. He's causing them to be found guilty. So they, they, they will be sent to prison not according to what they've done wrong, but according to what I've said today. Let them hire all the lawyers. But David has already made the sentence. Yes. And let his prayer become sin. Ah. Ah. <laughs> let his prayer become sin. You only get to understand who is speaking at the end. If you are quick to think, you might think that's how they were cursing David. No, 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 no. Let his prayer become sin. To think these are people who are even praying. These are people against you, not that you have left in the village. These are people <laughs> in the same church of the same faith who are not happy with you having that kind of a testimony. You are jumping up and down thinking that they are busy rejoicing with you. They don't like the way things are happening around you. What you got from the Lord is something that they've been waiting for for years. Let David now is saying, should they pray? Should they decide to pray? Let their prayer become sin. Let them pray amiss. <laughs> Do you know there are people who hate you so much with your 
purity, your love for God, and you, you, to think that you can have an enemy. I've seen people that are so straightforward. I've seen men, I've seen women that if, they're so, so, so tender. I've seen strange people. Pastors, believe you me, I've seen people that are so kind. You wouldn't think there can be someone against them. Yet they still have enemies. There are preachers right now on different television channels. You listen to their preaching. Everything is nice, good, pure, encouraging from the beginning to the end. Yet there's still a critic present attacking them. Mm, 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 mm. You try to listen to it. Could there be something that I have missed that agitated that critique? Why would such a man be insulted for such a good work? David is a good man. He's a good man. Yet there are those that are even praying against him. Praying against him. Then he starts praying against their prayer. When you pray against their prayer. Ha! <laughs> Let their prayer become sin. Yeah. Let his days be few. And let another take his office. Let his days be few. Let another take his office. Mm. A child of God, I want you to understand this. Whichever case you would want to put this, I keep on, now this is the third time that I'm telling you, this was David pronouncing a case over his enemies. Even if you want to take it the other way, having your enemy speak against you like that, Mm. That's a serious issue. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's not debate over who is speaking here. We, what we know is, either way, if you have your enemy praying that your prayer becomes sin, mm. having your enemy praying mm. that the enemy stands at your right hand, mm. the devil himself, mm. but I've done them good but you know being a good man doesn't always guarantee your long life it matters what they say let his life be short ah let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. These people are killing the men. Let his children become fatherless and let his wife become a widow. To think that a man is about to die right now because of what they say. They know how to kill mm. a man. Mm. Right. Are they ever going to know the children what killed their father? 
they are going to blame it on something else, not what the people said. Are you aware that words can shorten or lengthen a lifespan? To live a life that is short because of a word spoken. I might have to explain that. Please do, please do. Ah! Now we have orphans. We have widows. Mm. As a result of word spoken. Do they know what killed their father? Do they know? Do they know? Does the father know that there is something that he could have done to avoid this, to postpone this funeral? The father of the house is dead, gone, buried, never to come back again. And what killed the man is not what he ate, what killed the man. It's not the disease he was diagnosed with, no. It was the word spoken. You hear things that <laughs> you are not expecting to hear. You, Just keep on following. Keep on following today. Keep on following. We have underestimated the creativity of the word. What comes into being when a word is released? We now have something that was never here before. And we know someone said something. Let his children, let his children be fatherless mm. and his wife a widow. Mm. Let his children be continually vagabonds and beg. Continually. Continually. Be what? Vagabonds. And what? And, and beg. beg. What if they go to university? Maybe there's another course that they need to take. Continually. The word continually is there. So despite their academic achievements, whatever they try to do to upgrade their status, the thing has to be continually. It's a perpetual torment. They have to be poor forever. What if somebody borrows the money? It can't help them. They have to become perpetual vagabonds. So it's not just a case pronounced. It has been given a lifespan. Ah. Ah. If you think there can be any other place, any other platform available today on the internet where you can hear better words, <laughs> go there. 
God, this is the place we are supposed to be, right here. Hearing the things that you're hearing, it means your time has come. Now, listen to what he's saying. Ah, let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. There won't be bread in their house. That's what he's saying. Ah. Mm. Let the extortioner catch all that he hath. Extortioner. Mm. Somebody who comes to get. Mm. 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 Yes, Let someone be hired. Let mm. someone be raised who comes and he impoverishes him. Mm. Let thieves, even people who can't steal, steal from him. Mm. And they'll never be caught. Mm. What is that? What is that? Mm. Uh-huh. And let the stranger spoil his labor. <laughs> Keep on reading. Let there be none to extend mercy unto him. Neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children. Let the stranger what? <laughs> spoil his labor. When a stranger comes in, into your house or into your country, to spoil your labor. A stranger, a foreigner, when he comes and he walks into your territory and it is your labor that he spoils, the spoiling, the spoiling, what you've worked for to mm. get, what you've labored for to construct, he comes to spoil. That's the case. Ah, we'll come back to something. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Yeah, we're waiting for that. We're waiting. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh, my God. Stranger spoil his labor. This was one, one angry man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that man was, <laughs> he's not happy. He's not happy. Mm-hmm. Ah. Let there be none to extend mercy unto him. See? No mercy. Uh-huh. Neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children. Mm. Let his posterity be cut off. And in the generation following, let their name be blotted out. Mm -hmm. mm. Let the iniquity of his fathers be remembered with the Lord. Mm. And let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. Mm. <laughs> Even the sin of his mother, mm. let it not be blotted, blotted out. out. Yes. Let them be before the Lord continually that he may Cut off the memory of them from the earth. <laughs> mm -hmm. Father, can I ask a question there? Yeah. The authority that this individual is displaying, yeah. David, it sounds as though he is showing us that he has the power to commit individuals to hell. Sure without having even to consult God on that matter. Consulting God on that matter. We are coming back to the issue.
when you're coming from God, when you do things coming from God, <laughs> we must understand how far we have to go when it comes to uh, consulting God. The picture that you have is where you go to God with a matter. But in this case, you are coming from God with a matter. We are coming from God. That's where we are coming from. So consulting from God is not like you are going to God every now and then to inquire and wanting to find out. As if you've never been there before. You left God coming here with an assignment. So you must understand that part. So there are issues that you don't say, I have to go to God and hear about this. You came from God because you heard about this. You are on a mission. God released you for that mm. purpose. So to go back to God and ask, am I supposed to do this? Yet this was the reason why he dispatched you. Hmm. Let them stand before God continually. Not so that you, God blesses them. So that... <laughs> so that they may be cut off. This is serious, very, very serious. Keep on reading. Because that he remembered not to show mercy, mm. but persecuted the poor and needy man, that he might even slay the broken in heart. So this can be, this can be words relating to David. He never did that. Keep on reading. As he loved cursing, so let it come unto him. He loved what? Cursing. So let it come unto him. So he's reversing that curse. Mm. He loved cursing, so let it come unto him. And he will have to put it on like a garment. Father, can I ask another question? Yes. Um... In as much as love management goes, mm. <laughs> at what point do you stand and you release words like this? Sometimes that is love at work. Because you have stopped a cursing generation from existing. Okay, you must understand. You have intercepted. And you have interrupted a continuity of not just a cursed generation, but a cursing generation. Mm, mm. Understood, Father. Okay. Cursing. A cursing. Generation. Generation. So there is a lineage that the devil has appointed on the earth through which he 
creates miseries. There's a generation like that, a family. Mm. Father, you spoke about in each family, mm -hmm. the devil has an individual that he, he, that he uses. Yes, so in this case, it can be the entire generation hey. that the devil has chosen the same way that God would choose the Levites, a generation of the Levites to become the priests. So a responsibility of services in the house of the Lord was given to a tribe. So the devil also can identify a generation that he chooses so that he uses to pronounce curses on the earth. So there are disasters happening as they are being prescribed by a certain generation. So what the man is doing here is to bring a closure to that industry. He has targeted, he has seen where cases are coming from. If I deal with only their father, their children are going to do as they have seen their father do. That's why a cursing father will always produce cursing children. Like a child who grew up in a home where people are just casing each other. They don't mind the language. Yes. They speak exactly like that in a classroom. That's how the teacher knows it's a generation. It has been handed over to him by his father, by his mother. So in as far as love management is concerned, you are not just loving one generation at the expense of the rest of the generations. You have to see to it that you pronounce judgment over one generation so that you serve mm. other generations. Mm. That's love management. Thank you, Father. You have to be calculative in the way that you do it. You don't spare one uh, serial killer <laughs> because you love him. You must look at the people that he has potential to kill. Mm. So in loving those that he is going to kill tomorrow, mm. you arrest him today. He is sentenced to death. Yes, That's an act of love. Mm. Not just loving him, but loving the people that he's going to destroy tomorrow. It's an act of love. When you curse as a result of hurt, that's why sometimes such, such cases don't work. But if you are doing it from the perspective of love, you see the, the case working. Okay, you are bringing order to the systems of the earth. That's bringing order. Cursing from a perspective <laughs> of love. Okay, give me. <laughs> keep, on, keep on reading. As he delighted not in blessing, so let it be far from him. He delighted not in what? Blessing. He never wanted to hear anything. There are people like that. Everything to do with blessings. They hate it. They attack it. Even preachers. Even preachers, some have chosen to stay as far away as possible from anything that has to do with blessings. They found delight in staying away from blessings. <laughs> I read it again. As he delighted not in blessing. My God, delight. So let it be far from him. So let the blessing be far. 
So in that case, he's not really casing the man. He's saying, there's no delight in the man. He doesn't like the blessing. So be it. Let the blessing be far away from him. Uh-huh. As he clothed himself with cursing. Like As he clothed himself with, himself with, what? with cursing. Uh-huh. Like as with his garment. Mm. So let it come into his bowels like water. And so like the curse that was around him like a garment, let it now penetrate his system into his bowels like water. And like oil into his bones. That's a curse. To think that a curse can penetrate that deep. Where you were once cursed and you were just putting it on. It's a lighter curse. Any man of God can, can remove that one. <laughs> it's a jacket. <laughs> when you deal with it. <laughs> My God. When, when, <laughs> uh, when a man has finally been soaked, marinated in, in a curse, it's now within him. Ah. What kind of prayer can deliver such a man? It takes a lot. If you ask me, I'll, 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 I'll teach you how you yeah, can set hey. such a man free. <laughs> <laughs> when now a curse is in the bones, why touching the bones? That's where the marrow is. Why talk about the marrow? That's where the blood, the DNA is created. That's where the generation is. When a curse, you have been putting it on for too long, that's why you must be quick to shake yourself from any curse that mm. you sense around you. Mm. It comes first in the form of a jacket. You feel it over you. Mm. Don't let it stay. It will become watery. It gets into your blood. You keep it for too long, it gets into your bones mm. until the next generation is contaminated. Let not a curse overstay on you. Thank you, Father. Thank God. Before you begin to act against it, you have to move against it. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm. Let it be unto him as the garment which covereth him. Mm. And for a girdle wherewith he is girded continually. Mm -hmm. Let this be the reward of mine adversaries from the Lord. Now you know who is speaking. <laughs> yes, Father. Mm. Now you know who is speaking. <laughs> Let give, this be. <laughs> Let this be the reward. The reward. Mm. They have to be paid. Mm -hmm. Of mine adversaries from the Lord. Yes. And of them that speak evil against my soul. They speak. Mm. Back to the speech. Yes, Father. They speak, speak, speak evil against my soul. When a soul is spoken evil of, you must have ways of knowing. That since my soul is the way I feel, I touch, I sense, 
you must be able to know that my emotions are being tempered with. I am emotionally responding to situations according to their speech. Because they can manipulate your soul. They can manipulate your soul. You can feel as a soul according to their speech. That is why, for instance, let's say there are words that we know that are used for insulting people. Any of those words I don't want to. That word you heard that this is an insult. So if you are now insulted, and the man insulting you uses any of those words that you have memorized, that you have heard. You are being affected. And then you respond emotionally to the insult because you have been told what an insult looks like. It's hard to understand. Read, it, read that part again. Let this be the reward of mine adversaries from the Lord mm. and of them that speak evil against my soul. They have spoken evil against my soul. Yes. Now, when evil is spoken against your soul, against your soul, it is not just where you have evil things said that are supposed to happen against your soul. But I'm saying, when your soul is given a vocabulary by your enemies, where you now have everything that you know coming from your enemy, he tells you what is wrong. He tells you what is right. He tells you what is sweet and he tells you what is bitter. When the world begins to define things according to its own perspective, right is now according to worldly standards. Wrong is now according to their standards. Mm when they've spoken evil against your soul, like I'm, like I'm telling you the example that I've given you, if someone calls you a fool, you become angry because you have been told, it has been said, your soul has been advised that that term is an insult. Mm -hmm. So you become angry. Mm -hmm. So your emotion is being driven by what they have said, what they have spoken. So, so you are under their manipulation. They can cause you to be happy. They can cause you to be sad. According to their vocabulary, they have trained your soul to respond in a certain way because they have said this word is good and that word is not good. Ah, uh, 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 keep on reading. But do thou for me, O God, the Lord, Mm. for thy name's sake mm. because thy mercy is good 
Deliver thou me. Deliver thou me. He is asking for deliverance. Mm. From what? Words. Mm. For I am poor. For I am poor. And needy. I am what? Poor. I am poor. Who is poor? David. David. The king of Israel. If you knew the man, you must <laughs> stop there for, for... Yes, Father. Yeah, you have to stop there and mm. begin to question yourself. Whenever I see poor mm. in the Bible, where the Bible says, blessed are the poor, what is he referring to? If such a man can say, I'm poor, <laughs> there's something that we are failing to understand. Mm. Then we begin mm. to promote the poor and we think not having money is what the Bible is talking about. Mm. The original meaning of that word in that context refers to humility. Mm, indeed, Father. Humility. Blessed are the humble. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. There's no blessing in being poor. You must understand the meaning. So, because I seemed to be humble to them and they took advantage of that, <laughs> with what I have as the king of Israel I can release <laughs> a battalion against them and finish all my enemies mm -hmm. but I chose to be poor mm -hmm. act like I don't have all that power I acted as though I cannot defend myself mm -hmm. so that you can move on my behalf. That part of you that fights, that I've praised. <laughs> can now begin to fight for me. Uh -huh. And my heart is wounded within me. Mm. I am gone like the shadow when it declineth. Mm. I am tossed up and down as the locust. Mm. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh faileth of fatness. Mm. I became also a reproach unto them. When they looked upon me, they shaked their heads. Mm. Help me, O Lord my God. He's even fasting. They looked at me and they shook their heads. I was in a sad state. Mm. Uh -huh. Oh, save me according to thy mercy, mm. that they may know that this is thy hand, that thou, Lord, hast done it. Mm. Let them curse, but bless thou. <laughs> Let them what? Let them curse. Go ahead. Let them curse, and, but you? But bless thou. Love you, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. When they arise, let them be ashamed. Mm. But let thy servant rejoice. Mm -hmm. Let mine adversaries be clothed with shame. Mm. And let them cover themselves with their own confusion mm. as with a mantle. Mm, a mantle of confusion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my God. Now. The creativity of the word. I want to drop in some uh, 
life-changing materials into your being so that you can make use of it. Thank you. Should a need arise. Um, before God made them male and female in chapter 1 of the book of Genesis and verse 26 before Take note, I can take you back to the same scripture for more than 100 times, but notice how I approach it every time. If you think it's the same thing that I'm saying every time, it's, not, it's a sign that you're not listening. <laughs> My approach to the same scripture every time is different. I use a different rod. I want you to be very, very attentive so that you can see the before. He made the male and female. Verse 26. Yes, Father. And God said, said, and God said, we are being told that God says, even before he does, for what he then goes on to do, to hit the success mark, it has to be as a result of having been said. He's, and God said, uh -huh. let us what? Make, make man. Before the making of the man, there was an utterance, speech. We want to deal with the creativity of the word. Child of God, oh, I don't, know to, I don't know how to explain this. Because this is the part where we are getting it wrong. This is the aspect that is missing in our creation equation. We jump on to make and to do and to act. Yet there isn't sufficient word spoken to back up the deed. God, before he made, let us make, God said, to think that you have to, in trying to rescue a business, <laughs> whoever is given that mission to restore that business that is going down, to think that he is supposed to Investigate that far to see what was said. What did you say? 
at the beginning of your marriage. Before you went on to make it. Because God before he made, he said. Before he made, he said. Before he made, he said. Powerful father. Did you manage, men of God, to say it before you did it? Who else can we copy out there? Because I, I can't remember of any company as big as, I can't think of any project bigger than this earth. Hmm. And I look at how God is running it. <laughs> His model of business to me is just outstanding. Till today, systems are following his decrees. Stars are placed where they are by his word. He said, let us make men. Ha, this, is, this is so profound. Uh, Indeed it is. This is so profound. <laughs> That's the thing that I want to say today. The things that I want to say here today. <laughs> hear this. Hear this. Don't miss this. Don't, don't miss this. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. Uh, I remember the first time, the first time that they took me to an atmospheric layer uh, in the spirit. The first time, but I've, I've been there several times, but the first time that I got in there, what I saw was creatures that I had never seen. Creatures which are not either earthly or heavenly. But I saw them existing. But their form, they were not in human form. And then their size to me. I asked, what are these? And the man gave me a name. I was told I was given their name. But what was amazing to me was not just the size. These were young creatures, like babies. What is this? They were like babies. Very young. It was like they were in an incubator of some sort. I could see they are lying. But they are yet to be able to stand and to walk. You could actually see like the umbilical cords or something like that. They were very, very tender. But to say these were humans, I, ca I cannot say that. To say these were uh, wild animals. Notice they are not even in, in the forest. It's an atmosphere. But then, I was made to understand this. You can argue all you want. Get all the uh, scriptural references. That's, I'm just giving you my personal experience that I had. Then I was told, have you noticed? 
But ever since creation, there has been an increase in the population of demons. I was asked, have you noticed? While I was there in that vision, I could not argue because to me it was a reality that, oh, things that we are seeing nowadays, there should be an increase. We can't say demons have now become more powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not the increase in their power right. or in their influence. There must be an increase in their number. Mm. We are now dealing with more demons in this generation than the generation before. Do you think that more demons are getting activated or getting hired so that they start working? What were they doing all along? Mm. So I was made to understand that the population, demon population, mm. is on the rise. But the only way that you, you can understand that is when you get to a place where you witness the procreation of spirits. You, there's, there's no any other way. There's no any other way. What God created back then, that was enough. But if there is a rise, we can argue, yes, pastors can argue, maybe evangelists can argue, but let's have prophets who can argue with me in that area and say, that's a lie. But if you are spiritually sensitive and you can open your spiritual eyes and you look into different environments, you can see the increase. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to understand mm -hmm. me on this one. Why are we now having more demons coming in, taking over? If you are dealing with the same number of demons that were there before, mm. where are they coming from? Now, I understand. That's why I'm saying when I bring a message to you, it is out of experience. What I've seen, what I've handled, what I've touched. That's when I begin to understand the danger of speech when people are speaking carelessly and aware of what comes into existence when they speak all these that you have seen they are produced by words when an evil word is spoken it's a seed it's a spam. It's a semen. You must understand something. Let me, let, let me lead you to something very important. When you speak, your speech becomes what you have said. The speech becomes... The speech becomes... Okay, 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 okay. Look at this, look at this. Look at this. When an evil word is spoken, you see, you must believe in the creation of curses. That when people are cursing, a curse comes into being. A curse that wasn't there comes into being. So creation has taken place as a result of speech. 
Cases are in what form? Cases are not just spiritual materials. Cases are matter. And hence the ability to confine individuals to certain spaces. You see, how can you physically be restricted mm. by something that is not matter in terms of material? Where you can't physically move forward because your poverty is not just spiritual. You are failing to move forward mm. financially. But I was being made to understand while it's there that these are, were once in word form. They were spoken out. They germinated. These are demons spoken out. When you speak a word, an evil word against an individual, not only do you, if you hired a demon that was already there to follow that man, no. You have formulated a spirit that follows the man from that point on. Multiplication of spirits is happening every time people are speaking. I want people to get this. I want you people to get this. Next time you speak, you must understand that a baby is coming out of your mouth. So it was said, they are spoken into existence. This is why there is a rise in their number. They are young. They can't do anything. But the person who spoke like that baby that you see there, the person who spoke that baby into being, has to keep on speaking because that baby will survive by the same negative word. It's not what you say once that goes on to live forever. You speak it into existence and the baby will start feeding as you keep on cursing. As you keep on when you make it your lifestyle to speak negative, negative, that child keeps on feeding on that information until it becomes a grown-up spirit that leaves that realm and it comes to torment the next generation, even your own child. Now, I want people to understand something here. Where do you get that from? I'm giving you a scripture now where God said before he made. Now, now, follow something. Follow something. Because he's, he's aware that if I go on to make before I say, what I make is not sustainable because it has to be sustained by what I say. It is what I say that sustains what I make. What I make survives on speech. What I create physically feeds on what I'm saying. Mm, 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 mm. It's a vehicle that I've created, but for it to move, it has to consume words. Mm. That's the fuel. It's the word that empowers what I've created physically. Mm. For the man to run, for the woman to operate, she has to rely on what I would have said before creating her. Mm. Now, now, so when God said, let us, he wasn't speaking to the man that he went on to create. He was speaking to a part of him capable of making the empowering of his hands to make 
when you speak in a prayer closet, not to God, but to your hands, it is that speech that gives the hand the skill. Mm. It is the speech. Wow. It is the speech. You can go ahead and clap if you want. <laughs> it is the speech. What you've said over your hand. What you've said over your hand. It is the speech that gives your hand the dexterity. The ability to work out. The skill is given to the hand by the skilled mouth. You have to become skilled in word. Skilled in word. Let us make men. He's not, he's not talking to the men. He's talking to us. Let us. He's talking to himself. Let us make men in our image. He's empowering himself for the service, for the business, for the venture, for the job. Let us. So your hand mustn't be the first to move. It has to be your speech. You have to speak before you touch. Speak before you touch. Speak before you touch. I'm giving you the ultimate manual here. How God did it. Let us make men. Now his hand is empowered to work out the men. There's no more error there. Any chances of mistakes and error has been eliminated because he has spoken the product first. So the hand goes on to create what it had from the mouth of God. How many times have you spoken to us? Let us succeed. Let us make. Let us succeed. Now, now, notice something, notice something, notice something. You, you, you go ahead, if you want to call them demons that I saw there, if you want to call them different names, it's up to you. But I was given a name for those things. And some of those things, you see, when it is time for the judgment, because I wanted to know, so if I can speak a word and then a spirit can be created, the day of judgment, is God supposed to judge that kind of a spirit that I created? And it had no any other assignment but to cause havoc. A lot of things were discussed in there. <laughs> and I was given understanding that do you know that what becomes your loyalty to God is your disobedience to the devil. Every loyalty, the other side of that same coin has to be disobedience and rebellion. You are never loyal unless you are rebellious. So I was being taught now that no, all spirits created are created with a will. When something that was created for evil rebels against its intention, when something that is evil, rebels against its program and it becomes good, that becomes loyalty. 
to God. When we got born again, we rebelled. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. What is? Do you know there are things? Okay, for instance, God was done creating everything, and He addressed it. Yes, Father. Yes. But after men had fallen, God went on to bring about thorns and thistles. He said, "For your sake, because of what you have done, the earth now will bring." So we see a continuation of creation, even after God had rested. So curses. When a man is cursed, he is able to produce, to bring about more creations that were not even there before. Mm. Yes, Father. Every time mm. you see a thorn, a thistle, it wasn't there originally. It's a product of a cursed man. A cursed man can bring about physical things that God never intended to create. When we are cursing, we are creating. Mm. Father, this spirit, it's designed intentionally with a program to cause havoc. It's a word that has been spoken and that word becomes matter and that matter is spiritual matter spiritual matter designed to cause havoc mm -hmm. that's the design by the design the creature didn't choose yeah that i want to be causing havoc but there is a will but given okay, to everything that you create it has to be because you have a will you being the creator of the creature you must be able to transfer the same will to whatever it is that you create. But Father, how can it will to do right when it's designed to do wrong? It can. Can you decide today to rebel against God? Yes, I can, Father. But you notice when He created you, He never created you for rebellion. No, He did not, Father. He did not. He did not. Yet, there is the will within you to either eat of the forbidden tree mm. or not to eat. <laughs> Though I was not created. Though you were not created. Okay. Okay. Now I follow, Father. <laughs> okay. So, because I, 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 you must understand something here. You must understand. So, there's that provision. It's always there. Because you can't wow. say there was the program in the devil to rebel. Okay, you must understand, he wasn't created by God to rebel against God. That wasn't his mission. Mm. Can spirits ultimately repent? Repentance is in turning back and doing. Because we must look at the word repentance, the meaning of the word repentance. I'm, I'm looking at it from this angle, Father. Mm. That there is a spiritual being that has been, that has been created by speech. Before you go there, can spirits what? Repent. Repent. But did you not repent? I did. Are you not a spirit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the question should be, can all spirits, all spirits, okay, okay. can all spirits, now, 
Can all spirits repent? Now, I wanted to see something. I, I knew this was going to be now become the subject. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to go there. But notice, okay, we'll, we'll come back to that issue. You are reminding me of something that I saw. Again, when I went into the store, when you get into the storage place, where they keep all the treasures of God. The treasure room. His treasures. The, the treasure room. It's a room, but it's not the, the walls that you see there are not walls like you see bricks. It's like a bubble. The walls are like watery, but so tight you can't even. I don't know. I don't know how they made it, but you can, you can tell that it's not like you get to a door. Mm. You get there, the wall knows you. The wall has a way of feeling comfortable. It feels safe by your arrival. And then you walk in, the treasures of God, when I walked in there for your own information, yes, what I saw in there in terms of his riches, it wasn't the gold that I saw. Mm. I didn't see diamonds. Mm. I didn't see emeralds. I didn't see coins. Mm. What I saw in there was their spirits. I don't want to start another story again. <laughs> the spirit of things. Okay. You saw the spirit of things. Their spirits. The spirit of the mineral. It's not the God that God keeps in that storeroom is the spirit is the spirit the spirit when a physical nation whether it is DRC is given a physical diamond it will never have access to the physical diamond unless the spirit of the diamond is given to the nation as its blessing okay Okay, this is a realm that you, you, you have to understand. Thank you, Father. When God gives you an assignment to go and bless an individual with money, you get in there, you are empowered. They fill you up with the spirit of money, not, not the money. Wow. So when you're coming back now to bless somebody, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> it's not the money that you give to the person. It is the spirit of the thing. It's kept in there. I've given an example. If God wants to bless a nation yes, with gold, yes, there is the lowest level of that gold, which is its matter form. Yes, yes, Father, yes. It's yes. given to the physical earth. But for the people, the inhabitants of that land, mm. to have access to that physical thing, you are empowered by the spirit of the thing. Mm. So that when you approach the thing that is physical, it is attracted to its spirit. You have the spirit. When you approach the thing, the thing approaches you. When you are at home sitting, man will have to gravitate towards the, its spirit. Its spirit. 
So when you're blessing someone, you say, I want to bless someone. And God gives you the power to bless. He gives you the power to bless. Mm, yes. What he gives you is the spirit that you then go on to distribute. And people are now being followed by the physical thing mm. that is now being resembled by the spiritual thing. You see, in that same scripture that we are reading now yes. in Genesis chapter, chapter, chapter 1, verse number 26, uh -huh. God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. If you study the two words, the image and the likeness, you will see some similarities. Yes, they can. could not give them different uh, meanings. They struggled with those words, whether Greek or Hebrew. Oh, you need to be spiritual enough to understand. There is a difference between the likeness and the image. But let us make them in our image, but after. 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 So the image has to be after the likeness. Our, our likeness. The image always has to come after the likeness. The likeness. <laughs> so in other words, what he's saying is, you have the likeness, but the likeness lacks the image. So the image has to have the likeness. If the likeness has hands, the image is supposed to have hands because we are going to touch nations with our likeness. Pastors, let's, 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 <laughs> let us discuss this. What is the difference between the, the likeness? We, we, we know, we have touched on that before, but I want to give you a different aspect to that. You see, the reason why the likeness is supposed to have the image so that the image is after the likeness. <laughs> is so that it is first in the image we are made in the image of God. So it is given to us to appear like God in appearance. But in that image of God, he made them male and female. And I've said this before, trying to help preachers who are under some extreme inferiority complex, wanting to monopolize God as if women are not after the same image. Yet God in several places, he refers to himself as a mother. Mm. Otherwise he wouldn't have given birth to everything that we see. Mm. So if we see a man and a female, and both were after his image. It means those two appearances are found somewhere within the same body. Mm -hmm. They can't be just a male aspect to God. 
if a female finally comes out yes, in the same likeness. Yes, so all this abuse from pulpit where we try to undermine women, we don't know where we're coming from. We don't know where we're coming from. Okay. So God, if when he gave the image, he was generous to duplicate his image so that if the man is in my image and the man appears on the earth that becomes the appearance of God mm. the earth mm. has seen God mm. notice it is given to the image to appear but then we are not just going to appear on earth. We want things done according to us. So who has that responsibility? The likeness. Let us give the doing the power to do to the likeness. So the likeness was able immediately to produce the image because it is given to the likeness of God to work out the supernatural mm. after our likeness. So the likeness produced the image. Why should we have an image after the likeness? Because the likeness is the invisible aspect of God that does things. Okay, things are being done by the likeness of God. Okay, but now, now, now that we have a man on the earth, if the man is going to dispatch healing and he starts healing the crops, he starts healing other animals supernaturally out of his likeness, the likeness of God that he heals. Notice. And whatever it is that gets healed, must look back and trace that healing to the image. Okay. Because mm. in, if the image of God walks into a place where there are sick people, sick people who are dying of different ailments, and you walk in there and people start recovering, jumping from their beds, walking, some for the first time after five years, some after two years. That's the working of the likeness. But for the beneficiaries, those that the likeness has healed, must be able to open their eyes and trace the healing to the image and identify where the likeness is working from. Wow. So they have to see the body. Where is this power healing me coming from? Hence there was need for the image. There has to be the image that makes the operations of the likeness visible. Now I know it's because of that man who has just walked in. Now demons are coming out. It's not his body that is casting out demons. It's the likeness of God at work. But I should be able to trace 
where the power is coming from mm. and get to the image of God. Mm. So look at these two gifts given to us by God, his image. We appear in places like him. Mm. You have God in a place when you have a man in your house. Oh, thank you, Father. And then when the supernatural begins to happen, you have the likeness of God in a man now acting, doing wonders, mm. doing signs. So, so if you are, oh, I, I see something here. Notice, notice. You want to bless somebody who has been cursed. You must be spiritually developed enough. Why is it that Solomon said something different in the book of Proverbs? That a causeless curse will not come. If you are cursed and there is no cause, the son is saying, don't worry about that. But why was David worried? Why was he worried? of having people cursing him if there was no cause. Well, okay. Why is it the son has access to secrets? He knows that whoever curses you, if there's no cause, don't worry about that. Why is it that the father never had that same revelation? Why was David worried when people were cursing him? Unless there was a cause. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you see, I like even the way that he puts it. He says, like a sparrow, like a bird that wanders. As the bird by wandering. That's as what? Proverbs 26, verse 2. Verse 2. Is what? As the bird by wandering. As the bird by wandering. He's trying to give you a picture of a flying curse that has no way to land. If the victim has no cause, if there's no reason. So that, that curse has been brought into existence by somebody who declared it's like a bed. See the creature? Yes, you see the creature? Yes, it is flying. Mm. Mm. The curse is flying, but wandering. Keep on, keep on reading. As the bird by wandering. By wandering. As the swan. It says as. Mm. Yes. As. The way the bed flies. Mm. Because he's not calling it a bed. Mm -hmm. He is observing the way the curse is flying. Mm -hmm. It's like a bed to him. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't, he can't give you the name of the curse, but he's just saying, no, it flies like a bed, but wandering. Why is it wandering? And then he looked down to see mm -hmm. where it was supposed to land, the tree, the individual. Mm -hmm. There was no cause for it to land. Uh-huh. As the swallow by flying, mm -hmm. so the curse causeless shall not come. <laughs> so you you disqualify yourself from receiving a case it keeps flying over you so now for the case to come mm. upon you mm. there's need for a qualification now where you create a cause 
So the creation of that cause is something that is very critical that we can actually have to look at as well. <laughs> because, so because we, we then have to agree that whoever has the case that has finally landed on him as a bed, how the bed lands on a tree, it means it found a cause. Yes, A cause was found. That's why now the bed, the case is on the person. What was the cause? It means that if cases are flying over us and we are disqualified from receiving them until we work out a cause, it means there is a labor involved. There is a sowing of seeds. We have to work towards receiving cases. No one gets it for free. Whichever it is that you want, whether it's a blessing, if, if a case without a cause, hey, hey. So there ought to be a cause. So it means if somebody curses you and you didn't do anything to deserve the curse, you won't get it. You won't get it. So it's not enough to have someone cursing you. You still have to work so that you attain what has been spoken. Same applies with the blessing. Mm. It's not enough having somebody who blesses you. It keeps flying above you until you create a cause. Mm. And then when people are asked to give, what they are being asked to do is to create a cause. Mm. If a case, you can't have it unless there is a cause. How about a blessing? Look at this. Look at this person. Somebody out of anger cursed you. It's like, for instance, let me give you an example of a daughter. She's angry. And then she charges towards her mother. Picture a young girl pointing her little finger. Pushing her mother right at the forehead. Insulting her. Even if the mother says, Daughter, I still bless you. But what she has done, you must understand that what she has done outweighs what the mother said. Mm. You must understand this today. She will say, I still bless you because she doesn't want you to suffer. But the assault, even if she curses you, the mother who is being pushed by the daughter, if the mother goes on to curse the daughter, still the assault will be more powerful than the insult that she receives. Mm. If the mother tries to bless such a daughter, it becomes a wandering bed over her. That blessing, because there is no cause on her for the blessing to land. So whatever, what she did qualifies her for another strange bed. Mm. 
not for the blessing that was declared. Whatever the mother is saying, it has to fly away from the daughter. It hoovers upon her until one day the daughter realizes, I'm suffering down here and yet my blessing is hoovering upon me. Mm. What do I do? Whether she prays alone, that is never going to work. Mm. What she has to do now in the case where you realize that I've received a curse from my forefathers. A qualified spiritual man has to be involved. Mm. So when you come before a man who understands spiritual things, that man should be able to know just by looking at you, even touching you. When you're praying for people, they are in a, uh, uh, in a queue, moving as fast as I move sometimes when I'm praying for mm. people. Yeah. When you get to a man who has a, a concentration, of cases, you have a way of knowing. You have a way of knowing that this one received a curse mm -hmm. from his father. Mm -hmm. Maybe he doesn't know. He doesn't have the light to know where the curse is coming from. When you see that, oh, this daughter is cursed. Such a daughter who has been cursed by her mother. Ah! You, you go ahead, you marry such a woman. Uh, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Ha! But how do I correct the situation? I've been cursed by my mother. Now you have to present yourself before a spiritual man. And what the spiritual man, if he is really spiritual, he doesn't jump into prayer mm. to lay his hands on you. If he's really, really spiritual, he must also be even scared of touching you quickly. Hey. Hey, hey. Mm. These, these parental cases are so deadly and so contagious. It's very dangerous. Mm. She might come as a daughter and she gives you $50 and you are happy with just the $50 and think it's the, the issue is, is God. No. If he's spiritual enough, he must do a thorough investigation. Follow through the manifestation of that likeness back to its image. Mm. He must be honest to say, is your mother still alive? If she's still alive, the man of God has to sponsor that event. Mm. We have to bring the mother to the table. And we must have her speak opposite of what she said. She's born again now, <laughs> this girl. But what she did qualified her for the curse. The curse is not so that she doesn't go to heaven. She will go to heaven. <laughs> but we want to correct the situation. So the, the presence of the man of God there is not so that I pray for that daughter or I'm praying for that mother. My presence is just for the facilitation of that transaction of restoration and restitution. You need a spiritual man present. Otherwise, the two of you can't even do that. 
So the man of God is present to see to it that the deal goes through. And the mother is asked to speak. It is what she then says that goes up there and swallows the other bed. Hey, hey, hey. But because we like ministry and we like helping people and we enjoy giving them hope immediately, we omit a lot of procedures that are supposed to be followed. Where is the mother? The only time I can take on that responsibility and speak over here is when the mother is gone. Oh, my mother, she's, she's dead. Now I must have a way of accessing her ability to speak over this, this daughter. For this daughter to have somebody speaking over her like a mother, she must be asked to behave like a daughter to me. Mm. So that I'm positioned as a mother. There must be a cause that empowers me to speak over her. Accessing the ability of the mother. Of oh, the mother, because she was in the office when she did that. I must have access into her office mm. where she cursed you from. Mm. So all these men of God are, are deceiving you. You're being deceived. That's why the case is not going. Mm. Because there is a process that needs to be followed. If she's not interested and she said, I'm never going to reverse this. And now you're born again. Now there must be a fatherly, motherly figure. Mm. <laughs> mm. Now that mother is considered dead in the spiritual realm. And she will see things be starting to happen to you that are opposite to what she said. And she's wondering, so now who blessed this daughter of mine? Mm. I thought she was going to suffer because of what she did to me. But I'm looking at, mm. you see, for, but for us to reach that position where I can say, leave out your mother, leave out your father, mm. we can sort this out. Oh! My brothers and sisters, your, your resume has to be something serious. It has to be, your CV has to be something out of this world. Because wherever she is, she's monitoring, making sure that the thing doesn't happen to you. She will raise it as an issue before God. This is my product. Who blessed him? I'm not happy here. So whether she goes to church and she's giving somebody, a man of God, their money, and she doesn't behave there like a daughter, no one can replace that mother. I'm touching on the creativity of the word. Mm. The creativity of the word. When the word is spoken. Now see, we have, we have babies in the incubator there. And these are words from people. Mm. What they said is what you see here. They will keep feeding on the same statements until it grows to become a mature spirit. 
and it goes down there and people are being fought by what they've created. How do we create spirits? By the likeness of God. Is it possible that you can speak and something comes into being? You spoke by the likeness. Mm. The likeness of God is capable of producing. Mm. So, we know what we are doing. Any ministry that discourages people from giving, mm. you, don't be, you don't belong there. You, you might argue with this today, whether we get to heaven, raise that matter before God. He will openly tell you that's the reason why you live like you are in hell mm. on the earth. That principle is what opens you up to spiritual blessings. There is no way. What makes God God is his giving aspect, his giving nature. Outside of giving, there is nothing else that you can do for God, even for the people mm. around. There's nothing else that you can do. Mm. It's all about giving. Tell me one profession that has nothing to do with giving. One profession that you know. So any man of God who discourages you from giving, that's the closest you have been to a wizard. You don't need another witch in your life. Whoever discourages you from sowing, He's killing you. It's not about the money that you have given to the men of God. It's creating a cause so that the flying blessing can rest upon you. <laughs> like that scripture in the Bible where he saw letters flying in the sky and the other letter was containing blessings. They fly over you. Statements are flying over you. What you do down here is to qualify yourself and then the blessing comes upon you. What is that blessing? What is that blessing? The spirit of the thing. The spirit of the thing when you come and you say, man of God, <laughs> I'm here for the blessing. If you see me reaching out into my pocket, I'm about to give you something that looks like the blessing, but it is not. It's not. It's not. It's not. I received a beautiful watch. Beautiful golden Rolex watch from my father. Mm. You were there, some of you, when he prayed for me. Oh my God. And the power of God came upon me. Or oh, maybe it came out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Something was activated by a fatherly blessing. Mm. In the middle of that, he removed his watch, placed it in my head. When I woke up, so there was a watch and I knew this was my father's watch. And he said to me prophetically, mm. <laughs> you will not miss your time. Mm. You will not miss your time. <laughs> So wow. it's happening physically, but it's happening spiritually. Mm, mm, mm. Guess what? After that, I went on for months, if not years, missing my time. Yet the word was spoken over me until a revelation came. Oh, and I was asked 
So how much did you pay for this watch? He bought it with his own money. So what you have received, already you got the gold. Even if you're never going to get another blessing, at least you have time in your hand. <laughs> Physically. He has spent money on you as a spiritual son. So already you got your portion. For the spirituality of that event to be activated, you have to pay. I had to go and get a watch that was, I'm sure, it wasn't less than 20 times the price. And that watch that he gave to me was very expensive. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> are you following this? Are you following this? When I then gave that to him, then the, that blessing of time was activated. The clock started ticking. <laughs> I follow this child of God. Follow this, follow this. You, when you meet anywhere at an intersection, in a, in a passage, in the highway, and a spiritual man blesses you with anything physical, he has shortchanged you. I'm not saying it's wrong, but there must come a time when you realize that I've lost it. Because it's allowed, you see, I've got my biological children. I'm looking after them. I have to, I have to look after them. I make sure that they are okay. They eat what I provide physically. But until they start saving me also as spiritual sons, and spiritual daughters. Only then can they get the mantle, which is spiritual. You must understand that. So you can have a powerful man of God failing to produce people who are equally powerful or as powerful as he is. And you wonder how come so many ministries that you see, men of God who have started those ministries Sometimes they grow old, still running their ministries. They can't find one from, from their own ministries that they can hand over to. It's a struggle. And people, they think they love power. They love preaching. They don't want to hand over. No. They look around. Most of the sons around them are physical and biological sons. None are spiritual a spiritual disease. There is no cause on them for the blessing to land. Future Father. <laughs> Thank you for helping us, Father. Thank you for helping us. Are you getting this, Pastor? I'm getting it, Father. <laughs> it's getting to the marrow. <laughs> <laughs> if you are listening to me, you sons that are out there, I know also you are sons, but let me, I'm talking to thousands of people here. If a spiritual man, a spiritual woman in your life has ever given you 
anything that seems to be physical or material. You are now in debt. You are indebted. I don't want you to be proud of that position. You must look forward to a point in your life where you restore what your father has lost. It's a loss. Make that event spiritual by understanding spiritual mathematics, how things get activated in the spirit. You think there wasn't a time when my one spiritual father was looking after me? Right now, even as we speak, my biological father, do you think, do you think, looking at me, do you honestly, pastors, tell me the truth? Can you look at me and you say you, can, you are looking at a man who can receive a dollar from my father, my biological father? Even physically, him being a biological father, you think I'll take a dollar from my father? But there was a time for that. Don't feel bad. There was, a, I just appreciate, there is a phase and you must outgrow that phase and you get to a point where you say, now, I'm out of this era. It is my turn. Whatever that my father eats and puts on, it has to become my responsibility. That's maturity now. If that is happening physically, how about spiritual? How about spiritually? Do you know, pastors, if I give you everything, everything that you can think of, which is material, there is no way that you can really break over being sons. There is, there is nothing with which we can measure that loyalty. That's how even employment is created. If you are getting something out of it, where else can you go? Mm-hmm. Your money is there, your food is there. Mm. Am I saying you're not a son? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's not something that you can talk about. You can't move around telling people, I have a father. You can have a father, of course, but does your father have a son? Yeah. I say, I'll say this again, because I have so many attractive things, very lucrative products that I carry in the spirit. But if I see you walk into me and I watch you pick material things and you admire physical things. That's how I know. I I have more than five biological children. (laughs) I have a lot. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. 
creativity of the word. Why isn't the word spoken over you working? It's yet to be activated. There is no cause. There is no cause. If you take, for instance, my father, my spiritual father, he likes sowing, he likes giving, he likes, he doesn't enjoy receiving from me. But I said that's the only part that you will never enjoy. It's up to him. When you're with him, you look at how much he pushes out. I was shocked. I was shocked. I was shocked how much he spent a, day, a single day giving out to people. And I watch people come, some that are even his sons, receiving from him. And they kneel down again for his blessing. And I know this is fake. Mm. <laughs> I know. Ah, ah, ah. Mm. But because my relationship with my father, when they are gone, I laugh with him. <laughs> I said, my father, why are you doing this? <laughs> this man never got anything, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the only fake miracles that we perform. <laughs> when we bless you without a cause. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. These things, you see, I like it, you know, when I'm getting into your nerves, I know. <laughs> you know, sometimes you feel like you're preaching from the studio, but sometimes you feel like you are preaching from <laughs> the nerves. <in> the <laughs> <laughs> you have received the physical, the material. But I'm telling you, when I entered in that room, everything, there was a way of knowing that's the spirit of God. That's the spirit of properties. When that spirit is given to an individual, houses will follow him. Not because he likes houses. Houses like that spirit. Mm. He will not stop buying houses. And people will be wondering, how come? How many houses do you want? All those houses, they, they are coming for their survival. Because they are being drawn to the spirit of properties. So each time, child of God, each time, if you get, if whether your, your spiritual man has millions of dollars in his, in his bank account, mm. once you get a dollar, make sure you make an attachment. Mm. It's you sending it to him. Mm. What comes from him has to be a dollar of a spiritual thing. You are shortchanging yourself and you are postponing your blessing ceremony. Mm. every single day. Mm. But is there a way that you can reverse that? It's the same thing with that daughter. She's now looking for a man of God who can assist. I also did the same. I also did the same. Mm. I also did the same. Mm. Mm. If I'm to give birth to 
a daughter today or a son. My spiritual father, placing his hands over that child. Ah, you see the size of envelope that he gives as a seed. See, this is just for congratulations. When you see that, be spiritual enough. Be spiritual enough. It is supposed to be my child sewing up. Thank you, Father. Who is the better sewer there? My child or my father? From the day she is born, he is born, he is supposed to sew up so that he goes up. Thank you. Whenever she wants to visit the field, she has to walk up. She has to ascend in life, going up. Because my father will never come down to assess the harvest. Follow what I'm saying, child of God. You have delayed your blessing. The creativity of the word is being undermined by your actions. Your actions. Bad things spoken over you. Some of them are about to mature now. And you will have people struggling, struggling, going everywhere. Starting this one business, starting another one, nothing is happening. There is a creature created by somebody who spoke. And if the right words are to be spoken, those things can just vanish and they, are, they become waste. They don't, they don't go to hell like those creatures, like they'll go to hell and they'll be punished. They, they are turned into waste where you have more dust, more dirty on the earth. They only exist to cause problems. All misfortunes that we see, they've been spoken into existence. And those misfortunes are not just misfortunes. Those are personalities at work. Personalities at work. If I had time, I would have given you a scripture that says, In the house of the wicked, there is a curse. The curse of the Lord is upon the house of the wicked. Proverbs 3:33. But the blessing of God is upon the habitation of the just. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. But he blesseth the habitation of the just. He blessed what? The habitation. Blesses the habitation. Not just the, the just. The habitation. habitation. The curse of the Lord is upon the... The curse of the Lord is upon what? The house. The house. You know that when you start believing the word of God, that you're visiting a wicked man and you spend a night in his house. The following morning, you need sanitization. You need to be sanitized. It's a principle. 
his entire house. You have slept under a curse. A wicked man greeting you. Getting into your car. The habitation of the wicked, there is the curse of the Lord. But where is the blessing of the Lord? In the habitation of the just. Spending a night where the just man doesn't pray for you. Mm. You've slept under the umbrella of the blessing of God. <laughs> Everything about a man, a woman of God, a child of God, yourself, your house, is the blessing. Mm. When somebody comes in there and then he spends a night, he, she or he has spent a night mm. covered by the blessing of God. Everything about a cursed man, whether his car, it doesn't matter how expensive, it's a cursed vehicle. It's a cursed vehicle. That's, the, that's it. I believe the word of God. <laughs> oh. I can go on and on and on and on. I saw that we don't stay here until evening. <laughs> I have to encourage people again to send your seed partner with the right cause where you sense there is God channel your physical assistance your money because that's all that you have that you can give if I ask you to bless this ministry you don't have sufficient words but probably you have sufficient money. It's money that you have. But the power to bless the ministry spiritually, you can't. But the ministry has the power to exchange and give you what you desire so that you get the spirit that makes things follow you. Make it a point right now as we come to a close that you send your seed if I were you, I would do the unthinkable. I would look at what I have saved, hoping and believing that it will increase. It has stopped at a certain point and you still want to say, you just say, now is the time. What I've had, I really want to create a connection. I want to create a connection. It's not about you sending your money. It's all about you creating a cause. <laughs> What I've spoken is hanging over you. But what you're going to do is what makes you compatible with the blessing mm. of God. Mm. Qualifying yourself for the blessing already spoken. Go ahead right now. Do it like you're crazy. As if you have no need of money because you have discovered your greatest need. It is the spirit of money that you want. The spirit of things that you want. Mm. Don't give your money until you have identified a man who can make that spirit of things rest upon you. you. Then you know you are safe. Mm. It's not a loss. When people say that you lose your money, they take your money, they, that's all they can see. But spiritual people, they also see what you take from a spiritual man. Is the man of God giving out the most. Go ahead, send your seed of honor.
I'm not going to stop encouraging people to do this because I know this is the only way into the grace, into the blessing of God that ensures that even your next posterity is covered. So go ahead, child of God, I'm speaking to you right now. You are born again. You know when it is God speaking. If I were you, I would do this every single moment. I've asked you pastors last time, if you notice that if we were to meet in a place every single day, somebody would say, I can't go to church without a seed. They would give at least a dollar. Yes. Okay? Yes. So in seven days, they would have given how much? Seven dollars. But if you come once in a week, it is still a dollar that he gives. Wow. So he's just confirming that he's not in your presence mm. seven days a week. Because mm. whenever you agree with the presence of a man, if I was there physically, I would get more physically. So you are responding more to physical presence than spiritual presence. If the man is present seven days a week, how come he gets it only when he appears physically live? You're physical people. So like a spiritual man, understanding the presence of God is present with you every single moment. And every word spoken will be activated. You will see things that you have never seen. And people around you will open their eyes wide and ask you, who is this God that raised you from the dust? And you say, I have observed a principle. Now I'm free. Look at where my chains are now. They are gone. I've been set free. Because I obeyed an instruction mm. given to me by a man of God. This is going to yield serious results. Mm. You will test the fruits yourself. Your children and the children of their children will also test the same obedience starting with you. Go ahead right now. Take time. You send your seed. I'm waiting to receive from you. I'm sure you are also ready to receive from me. Whew, thank you so much, pastors, for having me today. <laughs> thank you. We are thank grateful. You. We are the ones to be grateful, Father. You are sharing the intricate details of the Word of God, mm. exposing your experiences, and showing us the practical side of the gospel. Mm. There are things that we may argue with theologically, based on the logos. But you come to a dimension where because of your experiences and how you intermingle that with the word and our lives, mm -hmm. we begin to see the practicality of it. Father, anyone who goes into a war, they want to have an appreciation of the abilities and the capabilities of the enemy. Mm. And what you are giving us in as far as speaking the word is concerned, 
what you are giving, what you are equipping us with in as far as knowledge is concerned. Because whatever we may do from this moment onwards comes from our understanding and our appreciation of our environment, specifically through the word. You are expanding our horizon so that we may have a better appreciation of what we are facing every single day. I was looking at that particular passage of scripture where David is speaking words into his enemy's life. And I'm trying to think, what if somebody is speaking the same against me? Mm. And you highlighting this specific passage, it broadens my understanding, Father. Now I know what I'm fighting against mm. or what I may be fighting against and how I am supposed to respond. And you are coming out and bringing this. This really touched me. You need to really be spiritually mature in order for you to be able to reverse some cases. Mm. Taking a person back to, to the parents. A lot of men of God are just taking, you come there, you, you bow down, $50 is put on a table and you think it's, it's, it, it, it's gone. Mm -mm. And after a few weeks, the same child comes back and he says, I've been to this pastor's house and this is keeping on happening. I've been to this place. This is keeping on happening. And it's like, as men of God, ignore, ignorantly, we are sowing seeds of discomfort even to the congregants yeah. where prayer after prayer and nothing changes. And Father, you are bringing us back and you're saying, you need to be able to trace back. And then Father, you come ultimately and you say to us, the spirit of money, the spirit of things. That's from your experience, Father. But for me, sometimes you wonder, the same effort that you put into things with another, comparing with another individual, the return is different. Mm. Same effort, same words, same dressing, same everything. And you begin to try and think, what is going on here? And you begin to realize that somebody went for the spirit of things and you went for the physical. Mm. And when you are sowing, you are sowing, you bring money. But when you come to a man of God, he might not possess the money that you are giving, but he has the spirit of that. He carries the spirit of that. Father, and that is what we are sowing into so that we can get that. True. Thank you so much, Father. True. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I can go on and on again. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you, my Father. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank You're you. welcome. Yeah, Father, as I, as, as, as I well received at the end there, <laughs> you said it all, Father. Today you... You did not deserve. <laughs> Certain truths for later. <laughs> it was all out. No, you laid it bare, Father. You laid it bare. <laughs> oh, thank you. This was this was help. Oh, this was this was deliverance. At least now we know what to do. <laughs> Don't forget love management before you go. <laughs> so much so oh. much thank you father thank you so much father oh we thank god please use the details on the screen this is your time the blessing the blessing the blessing must find a cause until we meet again shalom shalom
Yeah, 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 yeah. 